cult podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence, and it's not recommended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Seriously. If you like our podcast, please follow us on Instagram at Cult Podcast or Twitter at Cult Podcast Show for show updates. And please rate and review the show on iTunes. If you've been in a cult and you want to tell us about it, email us at cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And most importantly, enjoy the show. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. All right. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. You are listening to our first mini-sode. Yay! Yay! First of all, shout out to everyone affected by Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Irma. We have a lot of listeners in Texas and Florida. Yeah, we noticed we have quite a few. So our thoughts are with you guys and stay safe. Yes, please stay safe. And if you are not there and you have the ability to donate, um, there are quite a few organizations that are taking donations. We'll post some links in the show. Our first idea for the mini episodes was to watch American Horror Story Cult and then recap it for you guys. I don't think we're going to be able to do it. No, I don't think I can watch that many of those. Here's the problem. (laughs) I watch shit that is fictional and nonfiction. I I love a dirty reality show. Oh, hell yeah. Bravo is everything. RuPaul's Drag Race is my life. Oh, God, yes. I watch it to escape the 24-7 news cycle, not to continue to marinate in it. And regardless of your politics, it doesn't matter. It's just... There's so much of it anymore that it's nice to have a break. And I watched that and was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I could have just stayed at work and listened to customers. And yeah. Then- <laughs> <laughs> like- also, clowns fucking in the produce aisle don't scare me. It makes me laugh. I mean, my first thought the second I, I watched it with my boyfriend, who is a reformed juggalo. And uh, we need to discuss that later. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> um, my first thought was, was of the gathering. Like, it looked... It didn't look necessarily like scary clowns fucking in a produce section. It looked like a real bad Cottonmouth Kings concert. (laughs) It was pretty rough. My friend Nick, shout out to Nick, uh, he said something really funny too. He's like, I don't know what the fuck she was so scared of. I dream of going to the grocery store and having no one there and no one in line. (laughs) Um, Real talk, I go to the grocery store at like 2 in the morning for that exact reason. Smart. Um, I do it because children bother me. Well, Most of the time. We were just talking about that. They, yeah, they're yeah. a bit much. They're a little bit much. I mean, I one time made the mistake of going to Ikea on a Sunday and never Well, that again. was your fault. That was my fault. <laughs> for real. But at, at a certain point, there were like kids in my cart and I was like, you're not mine. No, you are not my children. Who are you? Who you disappear. Who to you? <laughs> if I take you, it's a felony, but no one seems to want you. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Your parents probably put them there. Yeah, on my like, flight home the just other day. hide them behind the carpet. <laughs> yeah. On my flight home the other day, I sat next to two kids and my, it was like, I was in the aisle, there was a kid in the middle and a kid at the window and okay. their parents were sitting in front of us. And I was like, do either of you guys want to sit here? They both in unison go, no. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Oh, that's cold. So like, I know. You deal with them for an hour. Like 10 minutes in, I could, I figured out pretty quickly why. <laughs> I mean, if I were the parents, though, like, pro tip, if you're traveling with children and you want to leave them with a stranger, sit behind them because then they can't kick your chair. They can only kick the chair of the person in front of them. Oh, that's smart. I know. There you go. Huh. Yeah. That was quick, too. You were all over that. I was all over that. I, was, I fly a lot. I fly, yeah, that's I true. I fly a lot. Uh, especially like I get pretty lucky that whenever I fly to do comedy gigs, I pick 
like super late or super early flights mm-hmm. so that there's usually not kids, but every once in a while there's a kid that someone just leaves next to me. And I'm like, I'm about to fly somewhere and tell strangers dick jokes. Are you sure <laughs> you want me to be a kid? <laughs> I see. I was flying out of John Wayne though, so I had all the oh, Disneyland kids. Oh, yeah, man. into and out of John Wayne. That's I the mean, Disneyland flight. I get that though, because that airport's really small. And it's oh, it's so nice. Navigate. That's why I fly to Burbank a lot. Yeah, yeah, Burbank's good too. But mm-hmm. fuck, man, John Wayne. <laughs> that is the ticket. Well, yeah, no, I mean, it's, but it's all Disneyland kids. That's the only problem. That's true. <clears throat> that is true. Uh, so, yeah, we're not going to be covering American yeah. long story Horror short. Story. Yeah, long, <laughs> long story short, we both watched and we're like, nah. Nah. Um, I, I was kind of disappointed, and I think I mentioned this to my boyfriend as we were watching it. Um, many of the other American Horror Story series have very literal titles where they're like, Coven, and it's about witches. Yeah. Or like, Asylum, and it's an asylum. <laughs> yeah, what did this, I mean. This one, I think, was meant to be more of a metaphorical cult. I don't I mean, want metaphor. Well, and it it also had, I mean, a lot of the, um, like the promo stuff all had like bees and hives, especially over the brain. I saw that. So I think it was trying to imply that like we have placed ourselves in cults of belief. (sighs) Yeah. It was very heavy handed. Um, but I mean the only real, like, if you want to get like brass tacks culty thing that happened during that episode um, was the very, very end where there were some killings that were a lot like the Manson murders. Except yeah, instead of painting true. something cool on the wall in blood, it was like a happy face. And I was like, come on now. I know. I That's true. Yeah. Speaking of Manson, though, Leslie Van Houten was paroled yeah, yesterday. Yeah, big news. Yeah, huge news. She's actually been paroled once before, though, and the governor so returned it. Well, <laughs> maybe. So, so here's kind of the thing. I think she's the only one that's ever been eligible. Um, as far as I know, she was the youngest member of the Manson clan and was only present for one of their murder sprees. Like, she didn't go to the Tate murder. She was only present for the LaBianca murder. And she's essentially guilty of, like, holding one person down while someone else stabbed them and then stabbing another person after they were pretty much already dead. Only. <laughs> yeah, you know, only. Uh, but she was also, at the time, 19 and very high on homemade acid, which, you know, as we know, that's going to be a fuck. I mean, that'll be tough though. Cause all she's really known is that life. And then yeah. prison, she's been in prison for 40 years. Yeah. 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 She should just stay in. You know what? It's, it's, it's interesting because I think she wants to get out obviously. Um, yeah. And they say that she'd been like a model prisoner that like off LSD, she's just like, amicable and sweet and nothing has ever gone wrong and she hasn't killed anybody in prison and she's well that's nice minding her own business um but at the same time you know 40 years is basically her entire life i mean imagine if you or i went to prison right after high school and didn't get out to your you know grandparents essentially i'd you know what's crazy about that? I was going to say I'd come out and I'd be like, where's Juicy Couture so I can put my tracksuit back on. But that's back in, so I guess I wouldn't have missed much. Oh, my God. that's In episode nine, there's a lot of tracksuits. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so excited for that. I'm sure there are quite a few. It's going to be really amazing. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the world has changed so much. She's been in for so long. I don't know if I'd want to be out if I was her. I mean, I assume prison sucks, but at the same time, I'm like, well, yeah. at least this is the monster I know. Exactly. The monster, you know, so much has changed. So much has changed. And I would wonder 
what is she coming out to? Like, does she still have family? Does she, you know, she kind of missed her chance know. to get married and have kids. So, and she's in her sixties at this point. So Oof, yeah, that's rough. I, it'll be interesting to see what happens um, and see if the governor decides to uphold the parole or um, deny it again, which, yeah. why was she denied the first time? Just cause her heinous. Yeah. Crime. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that's it. Uh, cause the parole board has basically looked over the last 40 years of her in prison and they're basically like, she hasn't even stepped out of line once. She's been very nice. She shows remorse for her crimes. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Charles Manson at no point has ever shown remorse for his no. crimes. He's just a ball of flip-flabby crazy and yeah. it's never going to change. Um, Leslie, on the other hand, has been like, I am so sorry. I regret everything I did. Like, has, you know, actually owned up to it. So I think they take that into account as well. Sure. Um, But the parole board now, this is the second time in the last five years that they've been like, no, she's rehabilitated. So it'll be interesting to see if she actually gets out or not. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that. I mean, if she does, she's going to be in our neighborhood. Oh, God. (laughs) Watch out for old ladies. You never know anymore. Yeah, that's true. Never know. I mean, I, I work in retail, and old ladies are evil, so... Oh, they certainly can be. Real terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So it's possible. Last week, for, for you guys, we record a little bit ahead of time because so much research goes into these episodes. You guys have no idea. <laughs> so we need some lead time uh, in between to, to actually research stuff. Um, so the last episode you guys have heard was episode seven, which was about the Yellow Deli cult, or the 12 tribes. Uh, after that aired... I got a super interesting message from a girl that I went to high school with who lives in like 12 tribes territory. Oh yeah. So she texted me and was like, Hey, about that chopsticks thing. So if you remember the 12 tribes, they make their members eat with chopsticks so that they don't offend Asians or native Americans. And we couldn't figure out why they were lumping those two together. (laughs) So she, my, my friend is Filipino and in high school, she went on missions trips to Native American reservations. Okay, like, that's cool. Like a couple, like once a year or something like that. And the reason they went, because they would talk to some of the tribal elders and they'd be like, thank you for coming to fix our school. Uh, we prefer it when the Asian people come and not the white people because the Asian people kind of look more like us and understand us more. Huh. Yeah. Which I was like, what? That's super interesting. I'd never thought about that because my sister worked on reservations for a while and so did her roommate. And she was like, well, when you think about it, it's the difference between somebody who didn't, you know, kill all your people and, you know, somebody who kind of looks like you. And I was like, oh, yeah. That kind of makes sense. That's probably it. Um, There's also, like, when you think about it, way, way, way back in the day, like hundreds of thousands of years ago, when the world was shaped a little bit differently because global warming, um, there would have been a land bridge that people would have crossed from Asia into Alaska, Canada, and then down. So they oh. have kind of the same ancestors. Well, that's interesting. That's yeah. digging real deep. That's digging real deep because I was like, oh, yeah, duh. So yeah, it makes sense actually, when you say it. Yeah, so it was interesting to find out that that's a fairly common thing, that there's a lot of programs that link like Chinese churches or Filipino churches with Native American reservations because it, they find it to be a more comfortable pairing. Oh, I never would have thought of that. I never would have thought of that either. I was like, thank you for telling me this. Like, can I talk about it? She was like, yeah, I guess. I was like, awesome. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, that, I guess the 12 tribes is wise to that, and we are not. So, I mean, they're pretty, they seem to know a couple things we don't, maybe. <laughs> right. You know, like yeah, about 
people dying from toilets and stuff. Yeah, you know. I wonder if they market squatty potties. Hmm. I thought they had something that was against that. Well, they they have stools. They have wooden stools because they think That's toilets right. are killing Americans. Right. So maybe they maybe they just don't know about squatty potties. But I bet if they be. did. I mean, because they were in the manufacturing business for a while, so I wouldn't be surprised if they... Oh, like, that's true. Yeah, if, like, they were behind it. But those commercials are way too good. I know. You know, I thought of the 12 Tribes the other day because I was putting on makeup, and it was an Estee Lauder, <laughs> was Estee Lauder. Estee Lauder double wear foundation, oh, and I was like, I wonder if a 12 Tribes person put this label on. Like, um, they don't do it anymore, right? They don't do it anymore. It was cold cream. Like, she specifically... Oh, just the cold cream? Yeah. It, she was like... It, it was... She, like, described the case and everything. I was just like, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool cream grosses me out anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm more of a moisturizer kind of person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good factoid. Thank you, Paige. Yeah. Um, thank you to all of you guys if you've been leaving us positive reviews on iTunes and stuff. That's awesome. We yeah, love that. we love it. Please keep doing it so that we can Please keep doing it so we grow. can keep making this podcast. Yeah. Um, and an extra special fun shout out to the cult member that left us one that has now been removed. That was amazing. <laughs> that was my favorite. I initially got mad uh, because, as I mentioned with the research, we put so much time into this podcast and we love it and we want to make it better. So, like, if somebody has constructive criticism, then yeah, please, by all means, tell us about it. Um, yeah, I mean, here's the thing we're going to get bad reviews. Of course. There are people out there who aren't funny. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> There are people out there who are wrong, and they're going to leave us bad reviews, and that's fine. They're entitled to the wrong opinion. Yeah, this is not for everybody. We get it. But it's weird. Okay, can I read it? Yes, please okay. read it. I'm going to make a little noise while I pull out my phone, guys. But this, this... Don't read, like, his screen name. No, 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 no. It is a him, by the way, because he has the same screen name on all his social media networks. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, that's great. Are you kidding me? You two need to get a life or just not my thing. Listening to two shallow, oversimplifying ex-stoners talk about the world as they know it all. <laughs> five exclamation points. I love that those five exclamation points were his only punctuation. Only punctuation. <laughs> only punctuation. Know it all. Oh, the subject is know it all. Dot, dot, dot. Girls. Yeah. <laughs> and no is spelled N-O. Yeah, yeah. And... We say nothing about smoking on this show. You know, I've never really been a stoner. You've not been a stoner. I am not now. Right. You know, okay, yeah. you know what? He was a little right maybe about one thing. <laughs> Just kidding. But <sighs> fucking, eh, he might have been right about a couple of things. <laughs> but you know what? Um, I, I think the funniest thing for me was, because it was our only, it was the first bad review, and I, I wanted, like, if we get a bad review, I want it to be something that we can either fix or make better. Yeah, absolutely. And so I typed his username into a search engine, and guess what came up? Surfing videos and kung fu movies that have never been finished. Sound familiar. Kind of like the Science of Identity Fellowship, guys. Dun, dun, dun. dun. That was so. my favorite part. It made me so happy when I realized it was I was shocked over. when you found that or when you looked that up. Because when I saw that review or when you told me about it, I was just like, yeah, fuck him. Whatever. Like, <laughs> I, and it, like, ate at me. Where I was yeah. just like, who is this? It, I shouldn't. Like, I get bad reviews on comedy stuff all the time and I just walk it off. But for some reason, that this was one like, got stuck you. in my craw. Yeah, like, I willingly do roast battles where I, like, sign up for people to call me every version of fat. But this guy really got to me. Well, at least your your detective work paid off. Your hunch was right to to check it out. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, really glad I did. (laughs) 
I'm yeah. thrilled. Yeah, well so, done. Thank you. Yeah. I guess they didn't hear our, our message at the end of our show that we always say, you know, if you're in a podcast, or if, you're in a, if you're in a podcast and you need help, if you're in a cult and you need help, <laughs> if you're in a podcast and you need help, um, so do we. So let us know where you find. <laughs> we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Uh, yeah, we we haven't figured that out yet. So we're getting there. You'll have to find the cult podcast podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, another thing about not knowing what we're doing. There's something I want to address. In the Rajneeshi episode, this ate at me the way it ate at you. Well, a couple things about it, actually. One, I was talking so slowly it was painful to listen to. And that's after I cut out a ton of dead air, too. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I think part of it is because I, I have a tendency to talk really quickly. Yeah. And so whenever I do something that's a performance-based thing, I know that I need to slow it down. Like when I gave speeches and whatnot, I always, my teachers and professors were always like, slow down mm. when you speak. So I think I was trying to do that, and I try to look too hard. I'm, I'm the opposite, where I say, um, a million times an episode, so I have to cut that out every time. <laughs> there's so, no way like, to speed up my voice, no, so... Yeah. I mean, maybe there's we don't know how to do it. Um, I mean, you'd sound like a chipmunk. Uh, yeah. Like, more than usual. <laughs> also, more than usual. <laughs> also, the vocal fry thing, I don't mean to. I have a scratchy voice a little bit sometimes. It's not because I'm trying to sound like a Kardashian. I don't want to. So, I mean, you know, there it is. I've acknowledged Unless it. Unless they're going to give us Kardashian money, and in that case, I'll sound like whatever then, you want. Then, yeah, you know, we'll talk. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, that, uh, talked to my mom about that episode. She really enjoyed it. She did let me know that I, like I said, I pronounced everything incorrectly. Um, <laughs> I think she spelled it out, a T-A. I think I said, uh, Vic, a Tia or something, but she's like, um, it was a T-A or whatever. So, Oh, mom, that's not your voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> but so that also she said something really funny when she was talking about them. She goes, it was kind of embarrassing at the time to see it on the news because it's like all we had to fucking offer as a state was the Rajanishis and Tanya Harding. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's brutal. So oh. that was good. I mean, for exports, like you don't skimp on, on sensationalism. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> That's true. I mean, California, our main export is, like, fruit and the Manson family, so... Yeah, know. that's also true. Well, no, because I, I think it's so sensationalized in, in movies, like, what yeah. goes on here, that people have other ideas about California, too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. People really do rollerblade in bikini tops and jean shorts and Venice Beach, totally though. do. Like, that's a thing that, like, when I moved to Southern California, because in Northern California, it's too damn cold to ever do that ever. Yeah. Uh, so when I moved here to Southern California, I was amazed to actually see that, and, like, a lot. Yeah, I have a friend that's going to give me lessons. I'm not kidding. I, I want to know how to rollerblade. you never rollerbladed before? No, I can barely, I can't ride a bike. What? Yeah. I'm a spin instructor that can't ride a bike there. I've said it. <laughs> I can only ride bikes that are stationary. Um, I mean, that's the best way. Because uh, <laughs> you don't fall off. I'm bad at riding bikes because I have tiny, stubby little gnome legs that <laughs> don't work for many bikes. Like, we, my family and I were in Hawaii, and we tried to do this thing where you, like, bike down the side of the volcano. And well, that just sounds terrible anyway. I mean, it's gorgeous. I'm sure it's but beautiful, but why can't you walk? <laughs> Because it's like four miles. Um, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. It would take forever. Um, yeah, but so the bikes are all like fixed sides, so my oh. feet just like did not reach. Like no. it was just not happening for me. So I ended up riding the van, which was very pleasant. Hey, the van sounds much better. Sign you know up for that. It was one of those things where I was like, "Can I just like the next time you guys want to bike to, I'll just take a van tour. Give me the van, yeah. You get sandwiches and you just kind of sit and talk to the van guy. It was great." 
I like that. Yeah. That sounds like something I could get behind. Rollerblading's not bad, though. It's super easy. You've done rollerblading? You like oh, yeah, it? yeah. And ice skating, roller skating. Okay. Roller skates look a little bit easier to me. They look like the tricycle of the yeah. skate world. I'm like, until you try to do tricks on them. Well, I don't yes. want to do that. I just want to go forward I and mean, know how to stop. sure, because, like, what was that movie? Like, Bounce and Roll? That looked awesome. What's that? It's, a, like, a roller disco movie. Oh. I'd be down for that. You know what it kind of, that sounds like is Starlight Express, the Andrew yeah, Lloyd exactly Webber like phenomenon. Yes. <laughs> no, it's exactly like that. Like that or Xanadu. Oh, Xanadu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's actually, there's a classic roller rink by my house. We might have to check that out. Yeah. And they, they have like soul nights, certain nights where it's all disco. I'm, I'm with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> this went off the rails, but that's Okay. <laughs> what it is thanks for tuning into our mini episode i'm Paige. i'm marie and thanks for listening to cult podcast yay yay don't drink the kool-aid